0: Hello and welcome in to another edition of Rapid Recap. I am Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst here at Inside Nebraska, and I am joined by Steve Mark, staff writer and football extraordinaire. Steve, how are you after this, I guess, lightning round of Matt Rule on a Wednesday? That feels weird.
1: Yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Greg. But uh, yeah, another Rule presser in the book. These things have been more Information loaded than the previous staff with Scott Frost on <laughs> yeah. those on well, those yeah. like final press conference days before the game. Um, Matt Rule usually just lays it all out there for us. Uh, Scott really didn't talk much uh, during those. They lasted usually. I don't know, three to four minutes. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, and and we have rule going now for 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes today was a little bit shorter, I think, but yeah. I think everybody kind of understands what's going on this week. So we yeah,
0: it out. It, it's also a thing too, where he and, and rule noted that they hadn't practiced yet today. So like they, they didn't have like all of the information um, that they would normally have. So I think that he was any, and then we just kind of pull the curtain back. We had been told um, by the SID that he, you know, he had a lot of appointments and things going on today. And so like, they just, Felt like I feel like there was a lot going on, and that's why we didn't get as much time as normal uh, with Coach Rule. But before we dive into Coach Rule, let's jump into something—a a couple of things that happened yesterday. Yesterday on uh, Tuesday, we got uh, both coordinators, a handful of players. I guess what was your big takeaway from yesterday? Since we didn't get a chance to talk about that on video yesterday,
1: my big takeaway yesterday was: so on Monday, we we talked with Matt Rule, and Matt Rule was clearly ticked off. He was clearly Mm -hmm. upset about his team's performance on Saturday against number two, Michigan got blown out 45 to seven. Um, Matt rule used the word ridiculous to describe his team's performance. Tony white said the same thing on Tuesday. And I thought that was pretty uh, telling that nobody inside the inside of the football program is okay. What happened Saturday? And that's, that's dealing with like, that's talking with the players as well as the coaches too. So there, and you know, Considering that the the coaches Matt Rule wanted them to fully pad up and and have a full go practice on Sunday, the day after getting beat up by the second team <laughs> in the country, that's telling. That's telling us that Matt Rule is serious about turning this thing around and just making a statement to his guys saying, "What happened yesterday will not happen again. It will never happen again." So I, I think that was pretty pretty telling and listening to the coaches talk afterwards um tony white used the word ridiculous as well mm-hmm. um for his defense's performance i i just think this this staff is serious about uh turning things around and and you know knocking all the losing that these guys um have have in their in their bodies basically from spending um three four or five seasons here trying to knock that out and make them forget about that and try to make them play fast confident play loose um, don't worry about making a mistake. If you do ma- make a mistake, make it make um make it going 100
0: miles an hour. Um, that, yeah, that, so. I think that that I, I I'm exactly with you on that. All of that. Um, I think that was the big key takeaway from takeaway from yesterday. I think it was the key. It's been the key takeaway of the week, right? Is that there's a, a sense of urgency, and it it has been. This has been a thing. I think uh, since Matt Rule was hired, really, this push pull, this push pull of wanting to say, hey, be patient. And this is how Matt Rule builds his programs, kind of brick by brick. Like he talks about the solid foundation and foundations are built on concrete and all of that. Um, He uses a lot of construction metaphors and he is correct in, in how he likes to build his program. And I think, though, people heard that so much that they really started to believe that this staff would have kind of a laid back attitude as far as winning right away or making a certain standard right away. And, man, that couldn't be further from the truth. I think that after I know for sure, after the Tony White press conference yesterday, I put the video of that into your kind of your quick hits from the day and said, hey, if anybody thinks that these guys are not don't have a sense of urgency and want to win right now and perform better, like you're just not paying attention because it, it, there's just no other real way to describe it um, because you hear Tony White yesterday and it was as angry as we've heard him in a post game press conference like we've seen some different stuff with Tony White we've seen him kind of out of breath running around really sweaty yeah. we've seen him kind of really energetic and 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 pretty in a, in a really good mood um, but we have not seen him that angry I think that that was a really good sign and I think that another one final thing to note from yesterday is that I thought it trickled over to the players as well I thought that they kind of had a matter of fact business-like approach a little bit of a chip on the shoulder Ben Scott talked about how you know the team you know it was an angry team um, I think Phelan Sanford said that you know that padded up practice guys had some stuff to get off of their chest um, and it was needed so I'm I'm very curious to see how that all translates to the game on Friday um, but I do think that that's de- it's definitely worth noting that that's been the vibe around the program all week yeah. Ben Scott was mad up there. I mean, yeah. he was ticked off. He didn't want to talk. So about was Nash it. Huttmacher. I should oh, for call sure. that out too. Yeah. Nash
1: Nash yeah. never wants to talk, but he's he's gracious with his time. Yeah. And he gives us a little something. But yeah, those guys are, those guys are pissed off. And I think that we're going to get, uh, you know, everybody's kind of wondering where's the juice, like, you know, where, where's the energy going to come mm-hmm. on set on on Friday? You got to bring your own juice, bring your own electricity, all that type of stuff. And I don't think that's going to be a problem personally for this, for this team after what they did on Saturday and and how the coaching staff react, uh, making them practice on Sunday, uh, which uh, Ben Scott was kind of funny. He's like, somebody asked Ben Scott, if he had ever practiced the day after a game and he's like, no, not, not once in my life. And then he went on to say, I didn't like it, but you gotta do what you gotta do. And I think this team understands that that they needed that Sunday uh, practice. And I don't know uh, they're going into, the different Memorial stadium in West <laughs> in Champaign, And I don't know, I think they're going to get a, they're going to bring uh juice. They're going to bring energy. Um, and I think it's going to be a good performance from Huskers. That's just my, what my gut is telling me.
0: Yeah, I'm at the same in the same spot. But one thing that'll definitely help Nebraska bring some juice uh during that game on Friday night is having their kind of star freshman uh Cam Linhart back. And Matt Rule, one of the I think the maybe the most important thing Matt Rule said today in his press conference was that Cam Linhart will be back and playing um in this football game on Friday. That's a huge boost uh for a pass rush that is looking to get back on track. Um, having another threat out there on the field is always helpful. And as you've kind of noted, because I know you've been deep into Illinois football, that <laughs> offensive line can be had. It's not very good right now. Uh,
1: they're not they're they remind me of Nebraska's offensive line. No. So in the run game, they're inconsistent. In the pass protection, they're inconsistent. Um, quarterback Luke Luke Altmeyer has been sacked 20 times. The old align eyes line um have have allowed 20 sacks, which is really bad. It's the last, it's the most in a Big Ten conference. Um, I, I just think this is a great opportunity for Tony White's defense, Terrence White, uh, Terrence, uh, Terrence Knighton's defensive front to really just get back in the swing of things mm-hmm. and start asserting your dominance. And this is a great uh, great team to do it against because um, it's just I, I haven't seen a lot of consistency there with Illinois' uh, run block and pass block. There's a lot of opportunities. It's a golden opportunity for guys like Cam Lenhart to st- yeah. get back on the field. Um and, and get in the backfield, penetrate, um, just raise havoc back there. Nash Hutmacher. Um, he 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 was one of the guys that did actually get to JJ McCarthy against yeah. Michigan a little bit too late. McCarthy got the ball off, but he was actually one of the guys that that got back there. Uh Principal Uman Yellen was another one who won his one on one Yeah, he had a couple of real nice reps. Yeah. Um he didn't again was very close to getting there, but did not get home in time. Uh McCarthy had let the ball off. So this is not Michigan's offensive line is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> there will be plenty of opportunities in pass downs for the uh, pass rush. Uh, it'll they'll just have an opportunity to get home and um kind of raise some havoc. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see uh, how they respond from that Michigan game, the defense especially and that defensive front because if they can stop the ball, uh, stop the run um, that Illinois has tried to do. Illinois is not very good at running the football. I think it's going to be a good day for the Huskers.
0: Yeah, I think that this is a it's a really good opportunity because, you know, Illinois is not a great offense. They're dangerous enough to hurt you if you're kind of undisciplined and you're not and you're playing like uninspired football. Like, don't get me wrong. You're not just going to walk out there, just show up and walk all over them. But if Nebraska – I would say it this way. If Nebraska plays with the level of intensity that we saw against Minnesota, basically for all four quarters, and that first half especially against Colorado, then they'll be set up for a really, really nice day. Then um, I'm glad you mentioned Prince William and Yellen because I think that he's another guy that Matt Rule shouted out today that, you know, yep. is, is – as people say, is on the come, right? Like he's, he's on his way um, to being a really good player here. Matt Rule also mentioned – quite a few other like young players and freshmen that he thinks are going to be good and this is a speaking of a kind of a broader theme within the program this is something that Matt Rule has been fairly consistent about really since the i would say publicly <laughs> since fall camp um we had talked about this before then because i've been hearing behind the scenes that they were very happy with that freshman group um and they thought that that freshman group was even better than what they thought particularly on the defensive line and the offensive line we're just not seeing those offensive linemen cuz you're just not going to see true freshman offensive lineman in the big 10 very often unless you've got like some sort of like like incredible freak that is coming through um it's just not going to happen that's why it's so incredible that you have two of them on the defensive line that are playing um really solid snaps because you just so rarely see that but Matt Rule said that you know again you know, guys like Riley Van Poppel played a lot in the game against Michigan. He said that he looked um, like he wasn't getting knocked back and he looked like he belonged out there. To my eye, watching it live, that is true. I don't know how it looked when you watched the film back. That sometimes could tell a different story. Um, he mentioned Sua Lafutu, who has gotten some time here and there as well. Um, he said that Vincent Carroll Jackson, another true freshman yeah. from out east, will travel um, to this game against Illinois. So those, those guys are coming along. And then those freshman receivers as well he made a joke before somebody could say it about how you know he he knows that he's asked all the time about what those guys could do to get out there but he thinks that they still have bright futures and then said that Jalen Jalen Doss will actually end up playing this week as well. We'll see how that goes. At least yeah, we we'll know see that he's that going, comes he's going to travel. <laughs> We've been talking about that. Um, again, pull the curtain back. We've been talking about, you know, we're wanting to kind of tra- track and take a look at when these coaches that are here now mention these young players or mention certain guys and say, Oh, yeah, they're they're right on the cusp of playing. Do they actually play? Jaden Doss is definitely one of those guys now that I want to see if he actually plays um after being shouted out by by. Matt Rule, but it's good and it's great actually. I don't like to say it's not good, it's great for the future of the program. That Matt Rule seems to be calling out so many young players by name as guys that are going to help them in the future. Jaden Doss is a big one because everybody knows about Nebraska's wide receiver
1: room and how a lacking of playmakers mm. it is. It, I mean, it's just not good right now. It needs more juice, it needs more energy, it needs yeah. more playmakers. And we think Jaden Doss from Raymore Ray Peculiar High School Missouri yep. Greg you went and watched him a couple times you visited practice he's a he's a talented cat 5'11 mm-hmm. 190 pounds. he can do he, at, at least in high school he did a lot of different things he played in yeah. the slot he played outside he played in the backfield he was taking mm-hmm. some handoffs in the traditional run game he was uh taking handoffs on jet sweeps as a slot guy and then he was just your normal receiver i think that he could he can play now he was coming now he's coming off a broken arm we've heard yeah. several different several different in- injuries Jaden <laughs> Doss. First it was a hand, then it was an arm. Yeah. So I don't know, whatever it is, he's, he's back in practicing. And according to Matt rule might play uh, on, on Friday at Illinois. So we'll see if that actually comes true. I hope it does because yeah. I'm, I'm sure Marcus Satterfield wants him out there um, from everything we've heard w- with the coaches. Um, Jaden Doss, uh, the true freshman is very, very talented and can play or at least help help the defense out right now. And, you yeah. know, the, the offense needs as much help as it can get, especially in that pass game.
0: They need as many playmakers as they can get out there, as many threats as they can get. Um, and, oh, by the way, another guy like and I just get th- thinking about this is that, like, you need another guy that you're going to build the program around moving forward as well. The earlier he can get up and running and be, you know, yeah. at least out there um, is the better it will be because he can take a jump in next season after you've got a lot of fitness. Him. like I don't like who knows what he'll do this season but it's also like it's it's a weird balance like we said about kind of balancing out trying to make a bowl game right now and they definitely want to do that but also getting these guys ready for the future to when they're able to contend for a conference championship and stuff like that down the road it starts with getting these kind of getting your guys uh their feet wet out there um and so he's definitely a guy that people should be excited to see out there now before we get out of here Steve I want to get your thoughts because we've got a you leave here in a couple of days to, to go out the champagne Um, and so it'll be a weird Friday night game before we get out of here. I want to know from you, like, what do, what do you got as like a key to the game for the, for the Huskers this week? So after watching so much Illinois football, the past
1: 24 hours, I, -hmm. I I can tell you that there will be up. There has to be opportunities um, with Nebraska's defensive front against Mm Illinois pass protection and run game. I think that there are plays out there to be had for the Huskers, the D line, the linebackers, the safeties, I think Tony white is going to dial up some exotic blitzes. Yeah. I think he'll be
0: more aggressive this game.
1: Yeah, oh for sure. So Nebraska had, I think it was 14 sacks. The first three games of the season, nothing the past two against Louisiana tech and Michigan. Now there's different reasons for that. Louisiana tech runs a air raid offense. They get the ball out of the quarterback's hand very quick. Michigan is Michigan, just a better team. Nebraska Uh wasn't good enough to get to uh, JJ McCarthy, but this game, Illinois, this offensive line, this leaky offensive line, I can see some plays being made. So my key to the game, if Nebraska can get in the backfield, uh, penetrate in the backfield, cause some havoc, stop that run game and make Luke Altmaier, their quarterback beat, win the game, uh, beat, beat Nebraska himself with his arm. I think that's what you want to do. So if if Nebraska can stop the run and put the game in,
0: uh, Luke Altmaier's arms, I think that's, that's good for the Huskers. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think I would go to the other side of the ball with Nebraska's offense. I think that Illinois is a team that I think that they can be had on defense. I know their pass defense yep. is not very good, but I actually look towards the run defense, which is not nearly as good as it was last year either. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that if Nebraska can can have more consistency on the ground, especially on first down. I think that if they're going to be a team, um, and they and I feel like they have been this season, a team that runs the ball the majority of the time on first down, then they need to have more success on first First down to sort sort of set up more of those second and manageables to open up more of the playbook. That then, even if you don't get it on that second down, you've got a third manageable where you can either run or pass, or you have a short run and you can pick up that third down, keep that clock moving. Because I do anticipate kind of an ugly Big Ten West classic game. Picking up those third downs and looking to their third down percentage at the end of the game will tell a big part of this story how you help that doing better on first down with that run game. So I think if Nebraska can do that, I think that they will be in really good shape. And I do think that, you know, going back to, and I'm stealing this directly from you. So shouts to you going back to some of the things that Illinois defense has put on film and defending the option. I think that Nebraska yeah. will have opportunities with that as well. Um, especially considering Harburg has done, a, I think a very good job of running the ball on those. We joke a lot about him not pitching it. I still think he's going to pitch one of those and it's going to bust for like a 70 yard touchdown, um, from the running back. Um, um, but I do think that they can get have some success in that way too. Uh, so I just look for Nebraska's overall ground game to see what they do this week because I think that's going to be a huge key to the game.
1: For sure. And 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 getting back to your option uh, comment, Illinois' defense, like you said, Greg, has struggled with the option that read run with the between quarterbacks and running backs. Mm-hmm. Just go back and watch the games. They've been hurt in really big moments by by that play specifically. Yeah. The defense, I think, is still working, trying to get their foot after Ryan Walters left and took some mm-hmm. staff members with him. So some of the same guys are back um, right. w- for Illinois on that defensive front, but it just does not look like last year. They look w- not well coached. I, I, maybe that's too harsh, but they just they're out of they're sorts. Defense <laughs> out of sorts. Same guys, but different results, and that's (laughs) good for if you're a Husker fan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now that's going to do it for us on today's episode of Rapper Recap. Make sure that you like this video. Uh, tell a friend about it as well. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can get these videos directly into your feed. Uh Steven Zach will be boots on the ground out in Champaign, uh this Friday for kind of an interesting, as Steve has termed, weird Friday night game um, always out is. in Champagne, It always is. So I'm expecting at least a little bit of wacky action uh, out there. Uh, but we'll have full coverage as well um, over at Inside Nebraska com also big volleyball weekend as well so jeff Ekstrom will definitely have full coverage of that too as nebraska has michigan and michigan state this weekend and a couple of huge games and we will catch you guys later